Hi, and welcome to Hear This. I'm your host, Gino Burgess. We have interesting conversations with interesting people. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Hear This. Okay, today our conversation is going to be with Fort Wayne Councilwoman Michelle Chambers. She actually ran earlier. She actually won last time there was an election, and she's on that city council influencing decisions made affecting the citizens of Fort Wayne, Indiana. So let's go ahead and have this conversation today. As we say good morning, it's uh, a little after 9 o'clock on a Friday morning, as we say good morning to Councilperson Michelle Chambers. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning, Brother Gino. How are you today? Wait a minute. I didn't know you were going to do that kind of like, hello. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good. I, I, first off, congratulations on uh, on being elected to city council. How's that going so far? It is going well. This is June. Uh, I'm six months in. So it has been busy, busy, busy. I was fortunate enough or unfortunate enough to be elected during a pandemic. And during uh, civil unrest. Yeah. So it is. it has been a process, a learning process, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the connections and being of service to our constituents here in Fort Wayne. Wow. So has it been everything you expected it, or have you been surprised by anything? Of course, the pandemic and the, and the civil unrest, yeah, that's a surprise. But other than that, has it gone the way you thought it was going to go, or what's been different? No, it's been going the way that I thought it would go. Um, I've had some disappointing situations and, you know, some legislation that didn't get passed. I was attempting to get some hazard pay for public employees. I have had, um, I've been trying to diversify the different boards, uh, decision-making boards in which the public can serve on. I'm not discouraged. I'm encouraged. I'm going to continue to fight on for our people and continue to be that voice and making sure that we have our constituents being gay and being engaged and being in a position to create impact, you know? Yeah. But it's okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So have you, so um, like you said, you've, you've had some stuff that maybe you wanted to see get passed, but it didn't. Are you disappointed in that or, or does that like gear you up to um, fight I'm harder? I'm encouraged. It, it, right. It encourages me to fight harder. Um, uh, I don't lay down easy. Mm-hmm. I just have to figure out another way to do it. I am happy, though, that I did uh, partner some legislation with Councilman Russ Gale because I believe in working across party lines. We are going to have a memorialization of Dr. Martin Luther King actually visited Fort Wayne, Indiana, and he spoke here, and he spoke over at St. Francis. So we are looking to memorialize that visit um, from my understanding the podium that he used when he was here is still in existence. So it got approved that we passed it over to the arts commission and we're waiting on to see what they're going to come up with to memorialize that visit. So I am very proud of that. And I'm just going to continue to bring forth legislation that works in favor of our community, the whole community as I am at large. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's interesting. You mentioned Dr. King and him visiting the area um, over 50 years ago. I'm actually going to use this because I thought he was like, he had like, uh, he was prescient when he said this. You can, you can hear this. Listen. I think America must see that riots do not develop out of thin air. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society. 
which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. There you go. That was mm-hmm. something he said back back late sixties. So, um, wow. Did you could you hear it? Yes, that's so powerful. Yeah. Yes. yes. Now the, the yes. yeah how how what did you think of the city's response to to peaceful protests? I believe, and I was very proud of our young people. And I had looked out of my window, and I, when I left my office that Friday, I was like Fort Wayne proud. And then I started, <laughs> I woke up at midnight and said, they, they riding. What's going on now, Fort Wayne? Yeah. But I respect a peaceful process. I, re- I respect our young people um, that chose to come out, and they're still coming out. I respect and admire their energy, and I'm glad that it has moved into an action-driven. They now have a punch list of things that they want to see happen. I am in communication with them. They just marched with the police chief and the mayor on Thursday. So that was good and encouraging. You know, um, when you know better, you do better. And they are evolving. I have gotten a lot of emails from constituents and reference to how the uh, police handled the situation. I probably have gotten about 25 to 30 emails. So I'm going to go ahead and have a listening session via Zoom with my con- with our constituents uh, this Monday, the 8th at 6.30. It will be by um, invitation link only because the, the, the Zoom only has a capacity of, my account only has a capacity of hold, holding 100 people. Okay. But I am determined to listen. I'm going to listen. I may not have all the answers, but I want to give the, um, our constituents an opportunity to talk about it, what their expectations are now that we did have a riot or they did have a riot. Mm-hmm. People rioted. Mm-hmm. So what's next? Okay, now, we, now we've marched in unity. What's next? I know Councilwoman and I, Sharon Tucker and I, Councilwoman Sharon Tucker of Council District 6, We'll be working on some legislation related to body cams and a citizen review committee that seems to be trending. I noticed that somebody else has a petition for that. So it looks like there's synergy and energy out there in Fort Wayne where people are thinking alike. So we're going to work diligently to see how that goes. And I will be meeting with the police of chief and buyer on Monday the 8th as well. They just have a discussion and understanding on tactics that were used. I'm not an expert in that area. I'm learning Mm -hmm. as we speak Mm -hmm. how those things are managed when you are in protester slash riot situation as a law enforcement officer. So, like I said, I'm learning a lot. All right. (laughs) Learning a lot. Yeah. So, so how have the constituents been? You said that, of course, that you're you're at large, so you represent the whole city. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. People's concerns pretty similar, or or like they're virgin, or what, how's that going? It's going well. I'm a very uh, accessible uh, constituents have access to me because I'm continuously out there via social media. So you know they have a lot of access and they don't have problems reaching out to me and sharing and um, asking for help or is expressing their concerns. So thus far, it's been fine. 
Mm-hmm. You know, nothing out of the norm. Nothing okay. out of the norm so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 How has it been working with the mayor and the other uh, members of council? You And I know you said you like to work across party lines. And I don't think we have a whole bunch of, we don't hear a whole bunch about it, I guess I should say. Uh, no, um, no, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, I mean before about people working across, you know, across party lines. And so mm-hmm. so that, that that's going well or is that going the way you expected it to be or is, has it been a it, surprise? It, let's say it's going the way that it um uh, I expect it to to, to go. We all deal with each other from a place of respect. We do hear one another out, but um, I've had some, some, like I said, some legislation that didn't pass and it made me wonder, did you actually read it? It was Mm. for the people, but you know, Hey, you just keep working together and keep trying. I think that we all deal. I want to believe that we all deal with one another from a a mutual area of respect. And that's the first place you got to start is just dealing, well, respecting the person that sits across from you. And then you get into the dynamics of being a politician and, you know, working for the people and working for the city and working to manage the city's dollars in the best capacity possible. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to take a moment here now to tell you about Anchor.fm. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and you can get started today. What's been the toughest thing about being on council? Honestly, I believe the toughest thing is that if you're a fully engaged council person, this really is a full-time job. I have the responsibility of listening to and being responsible. I think we have last since the count 270,000 people, 269, something like that. You know, if you're fully engaged in a community, this is a very time consuming, um, uh, commitment, which I I knew what I was signing up for when I when the when um, constituents voted me in, but I think there really should be some consideration into possibly making it a full time. I mean, I, it it wouldn't pass in this climate just because of dollars, mm-hmm. but um, it really they, these probably should be full time positions if you are fully engaged and active in the community. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's it's very time consuming? Yeah, yeah, and I and I I had I had wondered about that, but because you, I, I was I was I was reading a story about a, a New York uh, representative and some things he said that were crazy at a, at an event over, earlier this week. But um, who's been uh-huh. the most the most receptive from the other side? I know you said you were working with Congress uh, Council person. Is it Russ Jell? Russ Jell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I would say that they're all receptive to listening. Okay. You know, they they don't have completely blind, you know, closed ears. Okay. So, you know, have we had dinner together? No. You know, we are just governing the 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 city. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so you um so at you're you're six months in and you you're okay you're 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 you hit the ground did you hit the ground running or was it a was it a ramp up? A oh yeah. Process? I, I hit the ground running because before being sworn into office, I had probably met with 75% of the department heads because I wanted to have a strong understanding 
of the day-to-day operations of this city, although I've worked in city government, you know, for 20 years, Mm -hmm. I wanted to begin to establish those relationships with the department heads. And I'm glad I did. I went on site and visited different departments, uh, did some ride-alongs, and just wanted to have a good understanding. So from day one, from when I was sworn in, was busy. Yeah. I've been busy. Okay, okay. And I, you know, hey, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I absolutely believe you. What, what, yeah, yeah. What part of the, what area or part of the city do you think needs the most focus currently? Um, absolutely. A council district six could need a lot of, um, economic stimulus growth. Mm-hmm. I know Councilwoman Karen Tucker is working hard to make that happen. I had the opportunity to gather a fairly large uh, group of African-American um, investors, businessmen who are looking to bring projects Southeast any way that I can enhance and um, help her and her effort. So absolutely, you know, Southeast, absolutely more South, I guess you call it East West, the 07 over by the electric works area, uh, Councilman Jeff Paddock's area, that area definitely needs um, some looking into over off of Goshen, you know, more of our older community. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's, I am very excited and I understand the importance of developing downtown because every city has to have a an epic center, a financial district, something that anchors it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thus far, uh, the mayor has been very successful with the project that he brought forth. We've signed off on some recent projects. They're going to start turning dirt again. So, but we've got to cast our net. It's time to get out from the center of our, you know, a, a spider has a web and you have your core right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time for us to cast our net out further and make sure that all the economic resources are hitting all of the quadrants. Okay. Now I remember about 10 years ago, there was a, like a little bit of minor uproar in the city because they were starting to annex a lot of the outlying areas. Um, is that still in the works or is the city say that one more time? Could you, could you the, ask that question yeah, one more time? I absolutely can. About 10 years mm-hmm. ago, as as they were as some of the mayors were annexing some of the outlying areas, mm-hmm. is that still in the works, or has that kind of like died down? Um, yeah, I remember that it was about five years ago when they were an, an, attempting to annex. You know, the really the reality of it is, Gino, there are some areas that are going to absolutely need to be annexed, and I haven't studied specifically what that looks like or what it is. Mm-hmm. But as we grow, we have to be able to generate enough resources to maintain our infrastructure. People who are very comfortable in farming areas and things of that nature, they look at what rent is to be bad wolf, you know, but um, if you're tied into our sewer and you're taking advantage and benefiting from our utilities, you know, that is land that we should have access to govern. And as we grow, we have to be able to maintain the entire city. I'm not anti-annexation, but I am still in my learning curve to understand what that means uh, specifically. But when you're looking at it just from a bird's eye view of 30,000 foot, look down on it, we are growing. And in growth, or that city's growth, they have to create uh, revenue to maintain that growth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. Ex- that explains it. And, I, and, I've, and I've understood that. I've just said, I've, it's been a, a kind of a shock to me that people don't, I, and I don't know if they don't get it. I, they just don't. I think maybe there's some people that don't. They just don't want to be a part of the city. And I, I, I kind of understand right. that. But yeah. once, 
Yeah, once once the city like expands out too, you you know what? Open your arms and, and give us a hug. Welcome, welcome to the yeah, family. Give us a hug. If we want to hug you, you hug us back. Let's be kumbaya about it. All right, we can if you want. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any special projects coming up that you want to work on, or, or are you just kind of like still in that learning mode, that learning curve, and, and just kind of paying attention and listening well, to everybody? Well, really, what my heart song for this year is, and I said it when I was running my first year, we got to diversify these councils, planning, the CIB, the redevelopment, the legacy, we have to begin to make those councils look like the city. If you get a good uh, a look at it, overview of it, there's a sprinkle of women in here and there's even a smaller sprinkle of people of color. So that's the, one of the primary things that I'm working on. Then I want to um, begin to work on, I have a health initiative that I'm going to have annually as well as I'm going to have a business a TED Talk style, call it Fort Wayne Biz Talk, where I bring in successful people in business on a larger scale who come in and talk uh, to young entrepreneurs here. But, but the pandemic threw everything off. So the, the three things I want to work on this year is board, uh, board and commission development at the city. I want to work on my health initiatives that I wanted to have for women and then I want to work on my business initiatives. Those two things I'll have annually. Okay. And I just want to figure out a way that to get more resources to the city. That will always be my primary goal, getting more resources to the city, making sure that we have a good handle on the state and federal dollars that are available that can help all of our departments. Okay. So it sounds like you have okay. a plan. Absolutely okay. It sounds like you have a plan. It sounds like you're enjoying, is that the right word, um, uh, the position I so far? I am enjoying it. I'm loving it. Okay. I love it. I okay. enjoy it. Okay. And you caught me on a high anyway. That was an amazing prayer that women who lead faithfully last night was so powerful. So, you know, it was good. It was good. It was good. But that was a one-time was thing, good. right? Yeah. As it says, it was a one-time thing. As You know, there's people who are little birdies in my ear saying, Michelle, you should do that every month. If that's not how that vision was given to me. Mm-hmm. But again, I'll be still and maybe pray on it and just see how that pans out. But I am happy with the results. Okay. That's oh. far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, absolutely okay. Yeah, but uh, thank you for taking a moment out. I know you're busy. You're kind of running. You're actually, I hear you out and about right now. Um, thank you for yeah. taking a moment. <laughs> and, and thank you, Dino. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. But thank you for doing this. And I will talk to you again. Thank you again. All right, be well. You too, all right. We appreciate you. All right, take care. Thank you, ma'am. So a candid conversation with Councilwoman Michelle Chambers here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I have a feeling she's going to be doing some things here in this city. Again, thank you, Councilwoman. And so we end another episode of Hear This. I'm your host, Gino Burgess. Check back regularly. We'll have episodes posted here for your enjoyment, entertainment, and education. Again, thank you for listening. This, Hear This. Hear This.